What's going on, you guys? My name is Michael, and you're listening to the Perrion Podcast. And today, we are joined by the one, the only, Dr. Staden. Hello, Dr. Staden. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing? Not too bad. Thank you so much for bearing with us. So just as a disclaimer, we had a little bit of technical difficulties today. Hannah's mic uh, and I are... So wait, what am I saying? So <laughs> one of the... My mic is gone. One of our mics died uh, when we were sound checking and now there's only two mics so han and i are flip-flopping uh between the mics but today we have a special guest dr staten you are a diagnostician radiologist um with a fellowship in mri and you're also i don't know if you know this but you are by far the classes you're the best professor oh, we wow. all come to your lecture well at least we do <laughs> oh yeah no no i don't know if you know that like none of the students show up to any lectures but we all come to your lectures because we know it's going to be a good time, and we don't have a long time, so we all always show up. Well, that's that's very interesting because I never went to lecture. You didn't? No. So when I see no one there, or if I like show up and there's not many people, uh, I went to lecture, but I didn't go to every single lecture. But I was one of the people who, you know, <laughs> learned on their own. So that's probably why I ended up in radiology. Because I like being alone. Oh, so. my goodness. <laughs> okay, wait, I have a question regarding that. Okay. So, <laughs> wow, I just have a lot of uh, interesting questions. <laughs> what are the stereotypes true about radiology? Like, are they all? You said just one of them, that they yeah. like to be alone. So they are true? Have you met part? a radiologist? I've met you. You are the only radiologist really? we know. Okay, that well, that's, true. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're pretty awkward. <laughs> no, they're pretty, uh, like, they're pretty unique. Some of the weirdest people I've met have been radiologists. Um, <laughs> that's just how it is. I think it attracts the people who, not like the weird people, but it's conducive to those people who kind of like to be isolated. So. Oh, shoot. I have a couple of friends that want to be radiologists, and that now makes a little bit of sense. <laughs> yeah. That being said, though, radiology is an interesting thing, because as you could see when you guys came and got me, I was sitting in a room with Yuki, and me, radiologists sit very, very closely with one another all day yeah. versus any other specialty. They're like rounding, right? But right. me and him will sit there and talk a lot of trash about the residents <laughs> all day. So we get to know each other very well. <laughs> so you kind of mentioned uh, you didn't go to school. Well, sorry, you didn't go to class. You didn't go to school. <laughs> you didn't go to class when you were a medical student. Where did you go for medical school? I went to uh, Marshall University. So just to clarify, I did go to class um, <laughs> if it was required. But of like course. the ones that were not required, yeah. I didn't. I just, I tended to study on my own because that's the type of learner I am. And I've always known that, that mm. I'm, I'm primarily, you know, as you guys walked in this room, you saw a bunch of open books because I right. sit here and read the books right. uh, versus people who go to lecture. I see. Yeah, no, I know. I think I identify the liver. So I yeah, pretty pretty. You can read images. Yeah. I can read images. I will slightly slightly yeah. yeah. <laughs> if there were words, I can't read, but if there are pictures. I got it. I love me some pictures. So. So I mean, along those same lines, I mean, why radiology, and more specifically, like why diagnostic radiology? I was just doing research, like prepping for this episode. I had no idea there were so many different types and subspecialties. Yeah, and there's um, like intervention radiology too. Yeah, interventional. So why did you choose uh, diagnostic radiology? So it's kind of, bef when I was 
went into residency, there was no interventional radiology residency. And so that wasn't even an option. That was just a fellowship that you could get. So that, like, I didn't have to make that decision early on. Um, I chose it because I actually like studying and I like medical school. And radiology is one of the fields that crosses all bounds. So today I'm on ultrasound, so I will read vascular studies. I will read OB studies. I'll read a placental MRI, as I was previously talking about. I'll read cardiac stuff, you know, like there's, I literally have my hand in every single specialty. And so, you know, in residency, you spend all this time learning all these specialties, then you go and specialize and you never use it again, except in radiology, I use it every day. So, you know, it's just like one of those things where I didn't want to waste everything I learned. So you're like the omniscient doctor. Yeah. The doctor of the doctors. The doctor of the doctors. Um, you know, that being said, like, I try really hard to be a good radiologist, and you can be a bad radiologist. Mm. <laughs> yeah. How? How? Have it, some How of the. Are we you, about that? <laughs> there's like, you know, just the reports that they send out can be absolute <laughs> nonsense. Like, they're just trying to get paid, they're just sending out nonsense. But like a good radiologist, like I'll, I'll often, I'll like surgical oncology, they'll call, you know, they'll call me and be like, what do you think about this? Is there another lesion we need to go after? What kind of, you know, cancer is this? And mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I, I can provide a lot of insight before um, they actually go into surgery so they can go and prepared. Yeah. So, um, but like a bad, you know, bad radiologists who are in it for the money, like they're not helpful to anybody. I see. So you, you supply the foresight before any invasive procedures yeah you know, like we kind of gather all the intelligence we can get before right actually preventing right yeah um and so that's why i chose diagnostic radiology it was really up in the air the other reason is though to be completely honest is i have a tremor and so mm. i had thought about neurosurgery and ophthalmology but like if i was your ophthalmologist and i'm like well you know like coming at your eye with the tremor you would not want to be that so yeah. radiology was kind of meant for me the, the additional pressure didn't stop the trimmer? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, it did, like the intention trimmer? Yeah, the intention um, trimmers. It would, but my mom has got – it's a familial trimmer that I have. I see. And so my mom is at the point where she will never – like she can barely – she's an artist now, but mm. she can't really paint. And so – I see. If I got to that point, I couldn't do anything with my hands. And so – and I don't know if I'll get to that point, right? Like, but it's yeah. – I, but why chance it? Right? Why chance it? And also, I like, you know, radiology just in general, the, the academics of it. So mm, I see. Well, I mean, we love you. Oh, well, like, thank you. You are by far one of our favorite professors. And <laughs> I think this is during the endocrine reproductive block. I didn't know you were lecturing that day. And he called me that morning. You're going to class, right? I'm like, yeah. No. Wait, why? And he was like, Dr. Statton's teaching today. <laughs> and I'm really glad I went to that lecture because yeah. I got those questions right on the test. Oh, yeah. On the exam, I was like, I just remember uh, like all the all the, all the the little tidbits. I mean, we can't say what questions they were, but they, they definitely came in handy. Like, I, yeah. yeah. The, the references to some potatoes and whatnot were oh, memorable. Yeah. Oh, sure. my. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that story, Dr. Statton? About potatoes? I'm pretty, I'm pretty fat, as you can tell. I've had a lot of oh, potato no, not, stories, not, no, but no, what no. kind of, uh, you mean my child? Yes. Uh, we can sort of talk about that. That's fine. 
like it's it's like one of the things we know about you in class like it's just like our first remember our first lecture just like anything weird that could have happened happened we had a stranger come into class i remember with, that with the boom box yes and then, <laughs> and then you were talking about how you call your child a potato baby how that gets you in trouble yep. and <laughs> so yeah that's exactly kind what happened kind of a serious question stemming from that <laughs> stemming to potatoes sorry oh um <laughs> How was it like, like how was that process of like having a kid? Because your your wife is also in medicine, right? Yeah. Like how? I mean, that's a serious question. Kind of going off topic. Like how was like raising a kid, like being married to some, somebody that's also professional? Like, is that hard? Is how it, long is this podcast? I don't know. Because this can turn into. Oh, so we try to keep it under thirty minutes. Okay. Yeah, that'll be good. Um. We're good. We're just like, let's close the door. So like okay. disturbing somebody else. So one of the things is, uh, so when I, when my child was born, Madeline, uh, the potato, <laughs> who's no longer a potato. She's very active. She just runs around like yeah. a, a wild thing. I asked her what she wanted to be recently and she said an Easter egg. <laughs> so yeah, we're, it's nice to be sought after. Yeah. So, um, my, when my child was born, I became the head of diagnostic radiology here. And so that made it even more complicated because I was on paternity leave, but then had to kind of return for certain matters. And on top of that, when my child was four months, my parents were in a massive car accident. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. And so they had a, my dad had a spine injury. My mom had fractures. They lived with, they had to move in. And it was that bad. My dad's on oxygen. He had to get like, he was at East Campus Hospital for 40 days and mm -hmm. it's it was so having a new kid new position family going through that um that was pretty rough and it was it was rough on my family you know because there was a point where i'm trying to take care of my parents and then my wife's taking care of my kid and right. that that creates you know my wife was fantastic at that and, but it was hard, right? Like, it's hard to be like, I can't be a dad right now because I need to keep my parents alive, essentially. Um, because they were pretty, my dad was really messed up. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're through that now, though. But yeah, that was very difficult. Okay. Now, kind of playing on to that, we, you talked about family and obviously in life, a lot of things happen. And as first year medical students, we're still trying to figure out what we want to do. Do you think radiology is one of those fields where it's much more forgiving for families? Um, like you have more autonomy, um, you have more flexibility. It depends. Uh, I think it's true. Like, so if we're just completely honest here and this is for people to guide their life decisions, right? Like, um, radiology, you know, I don't here we all pretty much get the same kind of package. So I'm paid similarly to the surgeons. I'm paid similarly to ER. Right. Also the same amount of vacation because it's the academic institution. Right. Private practice, you can have three months off. Like, mm. um, and if that's what you want to do, but when you're on, you're on and it's brutal. Right. Um, and, um, you know, so I, I think it is like for lifestyle, it's good for me. It's not because of my position. I get, right. as you can tell, I get calls just all the time about like this and that. So my wife, like, even though, you know, I'm, I'm turning 40 soon and I have a pretty good position already. And right. then my wife's like, can you be fired yet? Like, can't you just get fired? <laughs> you know, she doesn't mean that, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just that I get called a lot. Like uh, if somebody doesn't show up to call, I get called and oh. I step into the fray and I usually do it and stuff like that. He is the doctor of the doctors. 
You you are the, the big boss. Well, you know what? Not all heroes wear capes. So that's yeah. That's a. I wouldn't call myself that, but um, I I would say I don't know. I try to stay humble. Um, it's hard though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I struggle with that too. Yeah, right, Hana. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you do outside of your all-consuming job, like, for fun? Like, what are your hobbies outside of? Play video games. Oh, Yo, what do you go. play? <laughs> well, right now, like, I just started playing uh, Modern Warfare 2 with the Residents. Let's go! And it's very weird because we're on there, and then some <laughs> of them will call me, like, Dr. Staten, and I'm like, bro, we're like... <laughs> We're busy yelling at kids. Don't be calling me out like that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the proximity chat goes on. They just start Googling who Dr. Staten is. Yeah, like, I'm just like, and so I, I've been playing that recently. Uh, I have a Steam Deck. I was, like, on vacation. I played Doom and stuff. And You have a Steam Deck? Yeah. Are you, or do you play on PC? Uh, I play, no, because my wife forbids that. I know Aww. that's weird, but, so I have every, like, You're gaming system. Yeah. Oh, well, let's not go that far. <laughs> like, I have uh so I used to play on PC, but my wife said I isolated too much. And it was true. Mm. And so if I play on console, she can come and sit by me and scrutinize everything. My wife's awesome like that. So I play a lot of Dark Souls. Oh, wow. And That's so, very unforgiving. Well, it's a, more unforgiving when my wife is sitting next to me. And she, my <laughs> wife's very smart, like way smart, way smarter than me. And she can anticipate, because that game's all about patterns, right? Pattern yeah. recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she'll know what's coming next. And she'll be like, why didn't you dodge that? And I'm like, <laughs> why didn't you parry that? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, why don't you try? Like, you know, like, and so there's been, we've had a lot of arguments over video games. Do you guys game together? We used to until wow. uh, we used to play Rocket League together. But she, uh, I suck at Rocket League. <laughs> you play amongst us. That would make your relationship very spicy. Oh, I don't know if I. Um, among us. Oh, sorry. Among, among us. us. Yeah, yeah. Amongst us. Yeah, sorry. Maybe I'm I'll just, try it's that. A, but it's a sad day. Rocket League, you know, she she essentially locked me out of the bedroom. <laughs> we were playing, and she kept like, and I told her I shouldn't have said it, but I was like, you know, like if you stop hitting me with your car, I may be able to score. Oh! And then she got really mad, and my friends were there, and uh, she kind of got after me, and then locked me out. Oh no! And then I went to sleep in another bedroom, and then at two a.m. she comes in, and she's like, "Why are you sleeping in another bedroom?" I'm like, "Cause you locked me out." Like, what is you're supposed to pick the lock. <laughs> yeah apparently so yeah oh my that's funny wow that's kind of cool now i kind of want to jump on the the war zone with you guys you know on my my spare time so like you're in one of the most like sought after specialties like right now i know there's a lot of competition to get into radiology and now that i know you're playing video games with some of your residents do you ever like pimp them with questions while they're gaming to keep them on their toes um yeah like from this fracture wound what would you yeah. see <laughs> not too much because one of the residents uh i i don't know if i can give a shout out but he is very bright like the smartest person i'll be on with him like reading stuff and he'll put stuff in the report and i'll be i'll have to google it because i have no idea what he means and he's wow. like right every time the other two are too dumb to know anything <laughs> oh, so i don't ask no. them anything so hopefully they'll listen to this and they'll oh, know no. who i'm talking about <laughs> You're just starting wars. No, they 
they they say all sorts of stuff to me they're uh we have that kind of banter so like mm. but also you can ask if you walk into a room and ask like hey if something's wrong who do we call at midnight on a weekend and it will be me mm. because we're we have that close connection i see so i see they're so, very comfortable so it's a term of endearment that's going around right yeah it's like a very special like code amongst amongst people here yeah and some people like it some people don't you know like because i am i could be very honest so i'll be like you're you know this is not this report is not reasonable or mm. this is not the standard of care and mm. but that being said like my 40th birthday is coming up and i invited all the residents oh. i didn't really invite many attendees oh wow so you sure you want to say that <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not worried so makes sense makes sense that's really cool though that's that's i think that's that's awesome especially having that person to expect more from you because they know you're capable of more and always push you and want nothing but the best for you i think that's it's, it's tough love but it's necessary yeah right? well that also leads to the question we talked about earlier about just personalities in radiology <laughs> a lot of people who want to be kind of in the radiology field are shy you know, don't want to interact with people. So it's hard for them to walk in and be like, Hey, you did this wrong. Mm. And so I've kind of taken it upon myself. Um, and I've learned a lot from my wife cause she always does it to me <laughs> to go in and say, Hey, you guys did this wrong, you know? So, mm. so speaking on that, kind of like the nuances of radiology, what is your favorite thing about radiology? Um, I like being able to look at something in like two seconds and say like, <laughs> you know, just be super quick and just tell them exactly what's wrong. Oh my gosh. Are you really good at like those I spy books? Uh, probably not. <laughs> so <What? r> <laughs> I wish I could do that. No, that makes sense. It does, but it almost, it kind of doesn't. And here's why. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to do that to you, but no, I need to learn. <laughs> radiology is about pattern recognition. So it's mm. not, so those I spy books, that's you finding something. Radiology is about reading 13,000 scans a year. So I know exactly oh what gosh. normal seems like. And so then when abnormal is present, I automatically know. It's about pattern recognition. It's not so wow. much about like, you know. And those are low numbers. I'm sure I what? read way more than that. I'll read 300 studies in a, a day. Oh, my. So there's there's people out there who read way more than i do that's just how it is yo i'm over here measuring the heart to diaphragm ratio and you're just like oh yeah i just blink it's well that's <laughs> chest x-rays are like the hardest thing ever they really are okay that makes me feel a little bit better <laughs> no they are because they hide everything so like mm, you you can there's been so many times where i read chest x-ray and i'm like yeah this is what this is then we get a ct and you're like yep that's totally not what that was oh so they're very treacherous they are very treacherous hmm. so a skilled it's always funny too, cause you'll get reports and everybody knows in radiology, they're not gonna be haters on this statement, uh, that there's the inner rater reliability of stuff like pulmonary edema is like 40%. So that wow. means like, I'll read it totally differently than the next person more than 50% of the time. Like, right. um, and it's just because it's perceived that way. It's chest X-rays are literally voodoo magic. It's nothing. <laughs> Wow. I, you speak about pattern recognition and that kind of brings up to one of our first interactions with you in class. Um, you showed us an x-ray and you're telling us to identify it. And like, this is like, I think this was like the first week of school. So we're going over like, okay, that looks like a heart. That looks like a lung. And we're like, like, like going through it. And then you hide a gorilla 
on the oh, top yeah. right. <laughs> that wasn't me, actually. That's a study. That's a study that was in Science Magazine, I think. So, yeah, and then a lot of people missed it, too. Yeah. I think that's one of the things you were saying. Like, a lot of people missed it. Like, radiologists may, missed it. Yep. How do you – what are – do you have any, like, checks and balances you do to make sure, like, you're not, like, maybe playing into just repetition alone if you have, like, an interesting case? Well, there's always – there's a lot of check – so – System-wide, we have stuff, we we check uh, people's stuff. So I get assigned like five cases a day that are done by another radiologist. You know, it's a QI quality improvement thing. Um, internally, in that scenario, part of our pattern recognition is to recognize bad things, right? Like we didn't pick up on a gorilla in the chest because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, And so that's the thing. Like it was an interesting study because it's not like – I think they did a similar study with like mass lesions that are actually the concerning things. And we picked up the majority of them, mm. but it's, it's something that's not expected and not realistic. And so, um, but there's other things. So like for me, when I read a CT, I always read the, the area of concern last. So let's say like they come into the ER and they're worried about a liver laceration. I'll look at every single other structure and then I'll look at the liver last. And it's so I don't, it's not because the liver is being uh, pushed, to the end is because I don't want to miss everything on the rest of the study. So sure. I don't want to miss the bone tumor that's hanging out somewhere. Sure. So if I prioritize this last, then it makes me go through the rest of the system. What do you think about adding to like artificial intelligence? Do you think that that's the next play for your oh, field? We have an AI. AI is massive in radiology. Mm. We have a person who's been hired specifically for AI. Still have no idea what he does. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh. But I actually do, but he, he's a nice guy. Um, he, you know, AI, we're totally embracing it. Yeah. Because um, AI, it, there, it has a long way to go. But as things develop, like, so, okay, like, let's say it gets to the point of reading wrist x-rays, which is one of the more common AIs they have right now. Um, we're developing other, radiology is developing other types of imaging modalities already that we're going to, you know what I mean? So we'll, we'll pivot to another one. It's just like when cardiology stole yeah. studies yeah. from us, we pivoted and came up with other stuff. So we'll, we'll continue to do that. We'll yeah. continue to make things so other specialties can use them. Yeah. And, and, and need you. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, that's the, that's the play right there. And I've got to, I'm going to steal one of Hannah's questions here. Talking about gorillas in, oh, in the gosh. chest. No. What, what is the most interesting or your favorite foreign body that you saw in the scan? Uh, I sh <laughs> um, that has shake. I have, I don't know. I mean, you see a lot. There's gotta be one that stood out. You're like, what in the world? No, 13,000. Well, no, there's a lot like it's, it's, well, actually it wasn't mine. It was, uh, somebody, it was the, uh, it was somebody else's that. Well, it was somebody showed me the image and it was pretty interesting. So the story was, and this could be real or it could not, but this is what I was told, um, is so there's a patient who came into the ER and they stated that Satan. What? Yes. I know it's about to get weird. Whoa. They were, they were having a, uh, you know, it was somebody who had mental uh, sure. issues had implanted a explosive device in their rectum. Wow. And so nobody really believed them until they got an x-ray. And it was true. 
Well, they had a foreign body that looked electronic. And so then I think the bomb squad was called and they removed the foreign body in like a bomb trailer in the uh, somewhere. Uh, in the parking so lot, offsite. Yeah, in 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 one of the the EOD disposal units, they had surgeons perform surgery. I don't even know if they used surgeons. I think because there was a cord coming out oh. of the rectum too, so I think they just they just pulled them in. Yeah, kind of like of a pin on a grenade. I'm, I'm not pulling on any pins or any cords. Yeah, so it ended up being a car charger. Oh my! But that's an interesting story, right? Like. Why not, um, just, why not just give them bowel movements and just have them poop it out? Because you can't really, right? Like, if you think it's an actual bomb, you have to get, you have to do it in the right location. And if the patient's already kind of, you know, oh, mentally, I see. Yeah. you know. That's a good point, actually. I didn't say that. <laughs> I have no words. I'm just trying to, trying to think of, like, the logistics of what happened in that bomb squad. <laughs> yeah. So and there's a lot of other foreign body stuff, but that is uh, that's for a different type of podcast, I think. <laughs> yeah, we can have a continuous. You, you're welcome to come on anytime to talk. Like we love, we love chatting with you. So um, yeah, we, we were so excited when you replied to our email. Me and Hannah were like jumping in joy. Oh. So one of us was squealing, and it wasn't me. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, it was definitely me. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I definitely was fangirling. So I, I will be the first to admit that. So, but. So we, we kind of talked about di- uh, DR. Uh, you mentioned a little bit about like the 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 reason why you chose um, well not to go into IR and such. What about the fellowships? Like, can you kind of like elaborate as far as like what going to diet diagnostic radiology what that applies and uh, how you can further specialize in particular imaging yeah. studies? Uh, also, just to clarify one thing, uh, I didn't fully say why. I didn't do IR. Oh, please, I didn't do please. IR because I got married on IR, and my wife uh, would not go through the marriage if I went into IR. Wow, that because was a condition. The time requirement. So it's different when you're a resident. I would just get paged all night, just like all night. Sure. It's like people paging. They're like, "Oh, let me page the IR resident at 2 a.m. because this patient needs a bone biopsy in two months." And you're just like, "We really need to tell me at 2 a.m." Um, Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, no, there's, and so so my, don't do that when I'm a fourth year or a resident. Don't do that. Don't no. do that. Okay. Only urgent stuff in the middle of the night, but we get it all the time. They're like, uh, you know, like it's, but yeah, as a resident, it was tough, and my wife was like, I'm not doing this if you're gonna, and I can understand that. All right, it kind of is a little meaningful um, because she's like, I want to see you more than that, yeah. and so that's why I didn't do that. With regards to like diagnostic, they have all sorts of um fellowship so i did mri you can do body um you can do neuro so neuroradiology you can do neurointerventional radiology that fellowship so you have to that's rough yeah it's you do you do two years of neuroradiology and then you do an additional year of neuro ir and so then that oh puts you at like nine years um i have wow. a friend who did it uh he avi mezapam so I think he he went to school here and all that. He's still worthless. If you're hearing oh this, oh my gosh! No, no, Yo. he's my friend, so he knows he knows I'm joking this is with how him. I talk about you and how you talk about me. Yeah, you, you tell people I'm worthless. Uh oh. Sometimes I've never said a bad word about you, so now I know. Now, yeah, you don't know who your your true friends are, huh? That's oops, that's true. So 
I banter with the people I like, so that's the thing. If I'm not bantering, that means I'm like, yeah, I keep people. So up. you must love our class, then. I do, for the most part, from what I can tell. <laughs> yeah, we love you. So anytime like we bring up people, like I'm like, oh, Doctor uh, Staten is my my guy right there. Honestly, no, you know what? The tips you taught us about reading images, I used. So when I was on wards, one of the residents was straight up like, hey, I don't care you're a first year. There's a there's an ED consult. Go see it and come back with a report. And I pulled up the imaging. I looked for for, for bleeding. I looked for error. Just kind of like the little nuances you taught us. Like, yeah. This is what you look for. It helped me prepare and like made me play doctor. Yeah. And so it's, I don't know, stuff like that. You just, it, it, you made learning fun. So it's just stuck so much more. So. Well, one of the things, um, I don't know. I don't know if I should say any of this. <laughs> I dropped out of college like seven times. Did you really? I did. Well, no, I didn't drop out seven times. I dropped out quite a few times. I went to like seven undergrads. What? Yeah. So wow. I have a very complex background. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, I don't know if that's something you guys want to get into on this, but it's very uh, kind of. Uh, and so part of that has like led me to different parts of different parts of life where I've kind of tried to learn to engage with everybody in the room and also treat everybody the same. Mm -hmm. And so like I treat, I try to treat the people in class like I would treat other attendings, right? Like treat everybody the same. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've just been kind of instructed to do it seemed like you went into medical school with a very wide breadth of like experience and knowledge yeah so i feel like that plays into like how you carry yourself and probably why we gravitate so much to you because we don't you know you know our our relationship is more like visit you're our teacher and someone we we look up to and we're your students but we feel very comfortable with you so i think it definitely shows yeah so, well it's something that's yeah it took some experience to learn to do that yeah i appreciate you sharing that because it makes me feel better because i was sharing with hana I had a like a like a point six seven GPA in high school, and I never did well in school. So yeah. like, and I thought about dropping. I didn't start college until I think I was twenty four. So yeah, yeah I'm. I, I kind of get where you're coming from as far as like having different occupations and having more life experience before coming here. So. Yeah, it's. Uh, I feel like it was the best thing that happened to me. Yes, life experience is good before. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you had something to say. I didn't know you knew this. Hana was a nurse. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. What did you, did you not want to mention that? It's on the podcast. Everyone knows. I don't, I don't really talk about it much. Was it that bad of an experience? or? Uh, no, it was actually super awesome. I mean, it's helped a lot with like application in like class. Yeah. I just had a really sketchy job as a psych nurse before med school started. That could be tough. And it was like adolescent psych. Oh my. So I, and apparently they put me there cause they thought the kids would relate to me cause I look like an adolescent. <laughs> but, <Yeah>. um, <laughs> it, do it doesn't help when they're, <laughs> they're code gray. And yeah. I am what they have. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, I've learned so much. Now, yeah. now I know about all the antipsychotics. <laughs> but no, I think life experience was super helpful before med school. It is. It's super. And you can tell who hasn't had it. I don't know. I'm not saying it's a bad way. It's just, <laughs> no, like, right? Like, it gives you a different perspective on life. And it's not a bad thing. They've just had a, a different upbringing and they have a different perception. Mm. Um, and it, 
you know, they seem to s- sometimes struggle. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I struggled very early in life. I still so. struggle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it makes sense, right? Because if you're really young, you go to med school, like you actually never had a real career prior to this. This is going to be your first real career. Yeah. Like, could you imagine you're a doctor not having like a, a real job in quotations prior to becoming a physician? Like, that's kind of a scary thought. I admire that too, though, because like, how do you have like, once I left high school, I became a complete train wreck. Mm. Like, how do you have the discipline to get through that? You know what I mean? Like, I admire people who were able to do that. I yeah, wasn't. Same. I like left the 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 home, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Like I, you know, I was no under, no longer under the protection of my parents' kind of veil, mm-hmm. and I became a complete train wreck. I couldn't take care of myself. Mm. So these people who who gone directly through and done yeah. it, like I it have some discipline. admiration. It takes some massive yeah. discipline, especially if they do it well. It's like yeah. if you don't do it well, it's kind of like oh, that's kind of scary. But yeah. a lot of them, a lot of people carry themselves very well. They're very mature. They're poised. Yeah. They know what they want and. You know, it's it's uh, I think it reveals I think medical school reveals both the, the great things about you and also the things that you need to work on, like character flaws and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, you kind of mentioned this and we're going to start wrapping up our questions here. But you have the T like you, you know, things and you, you're not afraid to hide it. I, I have one question for you where besides radiology, what is your favorite specialty? And what is your least favorite specialty oh and why? <laughs> tell, tell us. Like, we, the people need to know. The people. The people? Um, this is one of our most thought questions. Yeah, this like, is one of our burning questions. Like we need to know. <laughs> and especially from you. <laughs> I would say my favorite colleagues <laughs> would be... Surgical oncology. Let's go. So I, I would say I, I, I tend to, I think part of it is like they taught me a lot and, but they also asked me a lot of questions, which is endearing, right? Sure. Like they come and ask. And so I, w- I would say they, um, they are probably some of my favorite, um, my least favorite, all the rest of them. Oh man. So. If I can't sing them out, like that will, answer. yeah, it, it's, uh, that'll get you in trouble. I don't know. The ER kills me sometimes, <laughs> but it's not so much the ER. It's like, and I don't think it's the ER physicians. It's the, it's the system of it. So there's, there's blanket ordering. So like yeah. what happens is a patient, you know, they're totally overwhelmed and I totally get it. And so a patient right. comes in the waiting room or whatever. And so they're like, okay, let me get head, neck, C-spine, chest, abdomen, pelvis, uh, CT, MRI, and let's get x-rays just in case they miss it on all those other modalities, which are much better than x-ray. Um, mm. Or what drives me completely crazy is when they'll get like a abdominal CT for headache. And I'm just like, <laughs> no one thought this through. Like, And I'm not saying that is a bad thing. I, it, that is clearly not their, like that it's, it's not the physicians ordering that that's other people and they're doing it based on these triages that we have set up because it's so busy and so it's the busyness of it it's not a reflection of them yeah it's a reflection of the system which i think is truly you know don't get me started on like american uh healthcare system that's, I think that's it's a different garbage. podcast episode yeah, yeah. next episode <laughs> yeah, next episode but i know that's that's interesting because then you know for our point of view since we're just starting we 
for us, we get fed a lot like how medicine is broken. Yeah. And how things need to change. But it's like there's no tangible way for, or ways for us to identify the change that's necessary. So it was more like be be optimistic, be courageous, always be willing to put people first. And it's like kind of let your character shine through that. And so to hear that is very refreshing because it may not be intentional, but it is if you think about it, like if their symptoms don't match up and you're worried on these tests, you are wasting resources. In yeah. Senses, so. But also like it's not the intention of physicians. It's either. not the intention. Yeah. It's it's they're they're slammed with work and they're just doing the best they can. So they they put them in the donut of truth and the donut of truth the gives don- them an answer. <laughs> the donut of truth speaks. CT never lies. Yeah. So good right now. Yeah, but you always want Krispy Kreme. So, yeah. Well, <clears throat> we have. Do you, do you have any more questions, Hannah? I don't want. You stole my good question about the foreign body. <laughs> Get used to it. All right. So, very last question. You've told us so many great things right now. Um, for somebody who's listening, let's say it's a fourth year medical student or a third year medical student, because the fourth years have checking out at this point, right, in yeah. their lives. Um, but for anybody thinking about radiology, what do you think are the best, worst, and why should you choose radiology? If you're Like what's the best and worst parts of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like sell it. You kind of talked about like the, the person who, sh- you know, most yeah. radio- radiologists are. They're introverted. They're a little shy, right? But they have a deep drive to want to help people. Um, but right. maybe some of the other intangibles of radiology that people should consider or you want them to know um, when they're choosing specialties. Yeah, I think radiology is an interesting field. It's not heroic. It, mm-hmm. It's it's kind of weird. It's not, no one really knows about it, right? Like right. outside of medicine. So sometimes I'll go places and they'll ask what I do and I'll say I'm a radiologist and they'll be like, oh, that's cool. My, my son did that and he's 18. And I'm like, that's amazing. Wow. <laughs> Um, but what an overachiever. Yeah. And what they're talking about is a radiology technician, right? Like, right. and so, like a rat tech. so if ego is built into it and you need everybody to call you doctor and to know what radiology is, it's not for you. Like they just don't, I get called all sorts of stuff and I'm cool with it. Oh, no. I'm totally fine with that. You know, like, um, like, you know, I'm all right with that. Uh, but some people aren't, they'll totally correct them. Right. They'll be like, right. actually that's the, you know, I did all this and early on I got into all that, like, but then I realized no one cares, you know, like when, it, when they don't go home and think about, I wonder what that guy was. They go home and think about their own problems, right? Like, um, so if that's what you're after, that is, this is not the specialty. Um, you know, with regards to money and compensation, that is a concern, right? People have school loans, need to pay them, all that stuff. Everybody's like, oh, let's not talk about it. Um, but it needs to be talked about because this is literally your right. livelihood. Right. And if you have a bunch of school loans, which I did, like you wanted a specialty that can pay, right. that can get rid of those school loans. And so, right. um, you know, radiology is good in that re- regard. Um, radiology, yeah, you have three months, you know, some of the private practice, three months off. But when you're on, like there are 13 hour work days every single day. It's not like oh, you wow. get us, you know, like like some of the people, I got a job offer and they're like, oh, yeah, you'll, you'll do call. So I was like, how frequent call? They're good. Oh, not that frequent, but what they don't. <laughs> okay. Like every day. Well, what they didn't realize is it's one of my friends, right? We're in a group chat, and uh-huh. he had literally said that day, and he was trying to get me to join the practice. That he said that oh, no. in that that day, he's like, "Man, this is my seventh weekend in a row," and I'm just like, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, not that often." I'm just like, oh, "Okay, yeah." Yeah. So don't leave. We like you here. 
Well, it's I I won't leave. Uh, part of it's yeah. ego too. I won't let it. Like I can't let the machine break me. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm too. My ego's too big for that. So. Um, so I have some ego, but not a ton of ego. Yeah. Um, a healthy amount. If you're you know a bad radiologist, everybody hates them. If you go to the ER and you you ask them like. <laughs> Like, who do you hate the most? It'll be a, probably a radiologist. And the reason is because we can force your hand, right? We can call, we can say, there's a mass here. And somebody has to do something about that. Because if it is, if it's a mass, and nobody does anything about it, we're not going to be in trouble. Yeah. And so we have a lot of hedgeway. And so that's why a bad, a bad radiologist can really make it bad for people. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I would say if you're, uh, if you're good at high-volume work, um, you know, that's the other thing too. Everybody's like, oh, radiology is down there doing nothing. I literally had attendings say that. They didn't know I was an attending. I was sitting in the room. They're like, was your attending at home? Like laying, on, laying <laughs> in the pool? right here. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually a surgeon and it was here. Oh, no. They're, um, and they're like, you know, like, was he at home at his pool? They were talking to the resident I was on with. And I'm just like sitting in the same room with them. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the resident is like sweaty and just looking over. Like you're gonna jump in on this yeah. or what? It was it was pretty funny. Like, like I wish I was at my pool. Yeah, exactly. Like oh yeah, had you re- had you reply with that? That would have been so like god tears. Like, uh, I didn't really. Uh, all I said was like I'm right here. You can talk to me. <laughs> and so that you know, and I let their own kind of like demons get them, sort of. You know, because I would be pretty embarrassed if I had done yeah. that. So did they turn red? Uh, not that I remember. I think it was a pretty, it was a patient that they were really concerned about. So there's like a high stakes issue at, at hand. So they're probably stressed. Yeah, they're stressed. And that, that was, I like that part about radiology. Like I like being, I do a lot of trauma radiology. So people come in and they're like, you know, I have surgery come in and they'll be like, what is bleeding here? Or I'll be aged at like 2 AM. I got this happened a couple of months ago and they're like, this patient's bleeding like 500 cc's. We cannot find the bleed. Like, can you find it? And you know, like we're able to get it figured out and stuff like that. And you know, if that kind of stuff entices you, then I would say radiology is a good field. Also, it's very academic, right? Like, mm. um, also we don't prescribe much, and so that's the part that I do miss because I learned all that pharmacology, all this stuff, <laughs> and then I barely use it. Um, all the weird names, the yeah. lols, statins, statins, all the. I like those. I mean, those are easier to remember. Yeah. When you get to the 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 chemotherapeutics you're just those like, are oh, tough yikes oh my gosh i'm going through them right now I, my wife's always talking about that because she's one of the hemonk pharmacists here oh, oh bless her and bless she, her. she's always talking about it and i'm just like i have no idea what you're talking about that's like that's a, that's a fake specialty get out of here something about platinum 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 yeah and then platinum. she'll lock she'll lock the door that's right she'll that. lock the door yeah my um so yeah, uh, with regards to like home life, we have shift work. I don't because I get called like with any type of problem. But most radiologists here leave at five. You're our cornerstone. That's why. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and there's other specialties that have that, like ER and all that. So, you know, those are those would be my selling point. But I would say, um, you know, a lot of people will do it for the money, and I don't think we should do stuff. For Medicine's that. not for you, but it's for the money. Yeah, I feel like. You're, you're going to accrue massive debt to go in, like depending on this, your status. Um, and there's other ways to make massive money. So I would not do that. And then so maybe, so that's kind of the attractive field. What about the things that are not great about radiology? Um, when you're wrong. 
So mm. you can make massive, you, everybody's like, oh, you know, they kind of think, oh, it's radiology. You know, sometimes they're like, they don't know what they're talking about, but they'll force our hand. So this is something that happened to me. Like, um, I was a resident and, uh, I overcalled the pulmonary embolism. It wasn't real. Mm. And I overcalled it and they anticoagulated the patient. So they put them on blood thinners and they got a brain bleed. Oh, and yeah. like, you know, that kind of kept me up at night. I still think about that. I tell the residents about that. I always ask them, what's your biggest miss? Because nobody wants to talk about their biggest miss, but we have misses like that. Like we overcall something or we undercall. We just miss, like I missed a, uh, a transverse process lesion on a patient mm. and they had back pain and they got it figured out a couple of weeks later, but they went a whole two weeks with back pain that I could have figured out two weeks earlier. And so there's a lot of guilt in radiology because you get follow-up studies. So like a lot of times in like surgery, you go and do the best you can. You try to sew up what you can. You do these complex anastomoses. You do all this stuff and then you leave it to the patient. But in radiology, I'll go, I'll read a study. Then I'll get a follow-up study and be like, well, there's a big mass that's there now. And it was there before, but it was only two millimeters previously. And so I should have caught that. So you have, there's a lot of guilt and stuff that you kind of have to deal with mentally. And also, let me tell you, clinicians love to tell you that. They're like, you missed this. You know, and you're just like, well, yeah. I was doing the best I can. So, you know. That's tough. It's like, it's like when the, it's like the, the radiologist, the surgeons, it's like when something goes wrong, it's what did you do? Right. Yeah. And then when it comes to a lot of, um, other like internal medicine sometimes it's just really how the patient reacts to a particular therapeutic treatment like right. for cancer right like it's 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 plain russian roulette every time your right. cells divide right so a lot of it's out your hands but when it's in your hands there's a lot of guilt there there's there's guilt there yeah. and i think you know the other probably pathology has similar kind of thing because it's on the slide you know yep and, and then uh you know like yeah surgeons probably experience i don't know if they experience you know they're pretty stoic and just my mm -hmm. personality. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you know, I think, uh, so yeah, those are some of the negatives about radiology. Also, you know, like people who do get, uh, get caught up in the ego stuff, that could be a negative, but I actually like it. <laughs> I often do that. Well, I do that. I don't know. I should probably shouldn't say that a lot of, <laughs> okay. What will happen is I'll, say that. <laughs> what I'll do here and I love to do it to torment people. <laughs> Is I will I will put out a read that may be like pretty complex or whatever, um, because I do do a lot like an ultrasound, especially ultrasound is very difficult, and yeah. I've given national conferences and stuff like that, so I know my stuff. Mm -hmm. And if I don't, I Google it. I'm a good Googler. <laughs> um, we know. Yeah, yeah. we know. <laughs> so they uh, what will happen is like um, somebody will call and I always answer the phone Michael, and mm -hmm. I do this because it's a good name. Just saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, it's uh, yeah, it's the most common name too, I think. So we're kind of still yeah. good. <laughs> and so the it'll be like an ER resident on the phone, and they're like, "Let me talk to the attending. You have no idea what you're talking about." And so I'll be like, oh "Okay, my. one second. Hello, <laughs> you know, it's the same person. I love doing that. Uh, so it's like you know they turn around and they like duck down and come back up. Yeah, yeah. The, oh yeah. my gosh. Also, I'll torment the residents like that a little bit. Like one of my. He's an IR attending now, but um, <laughs> I was, I was, he was on call with me and he missed a pleural effusion. And so, which is not a big deal, but I saw it um, and I was brandly new back from fellowship. So I called him 
and I acted like an ER attending. Oh my! And I was like, "Hey, can you look at this image for me?" <laughs> oh my god! And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And I'm like, "You know this this black sliver here? I think I think that's a pleural fusion, right?" And he he's like, "No, it's not a pleural fusion." <laughs> and he went on this big explanation, all this physics nonsense, completely lying through his teeth. Oh, no. And then at the end of the conversation, no. I was like, "It's Michael. It's a pleural fusion. <laughs> Change the report." <laughs> And stop sending me nonsense. And he just, we talk about it still. He laughed. You know, he, yeah, he's hes always calling me fat. So I got to torment <laughs> oh him some way. Well, there seems to be a lot of uh, hard love. And oh, there's a lot. I Yeah, we dish it out pretty heavy yeah. up here. I mean, it's kind of what you said, right? Like, it's like when you get it wrong. Like, yeah. do, you, do you want me to kind of banter and tease you now in a, in a safe environment where it hasn't caused anyone harm? Or do you want to be wrong and remember for the rest of your life? Right. right? So exactly, it's it's a it's like a it's like one of those things that I've learned in medicine. It's it's don't take it personally. It's it's people looking out for you because they want you to be better because they know you're better. And right. we all have tough days. Like it can be very much worse. I can be yelling at you. I can be whatever. But if I'm like calling, like teasing you, or or even just checking up on you, or just saying, hey, like this is wrong. Like we all have bad days. Like let's just move it past this. Like that's that's a sense of accountability. Right. And also, this is high-stakes stuff, and not everybody has the opportunity to be doctors. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of people out there. You know, everybody likes to say, like, oh, you could be anything. That's mm-hmm. just not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's people who don't have, you know, I have friends who didn't have the family financial system set up in a way where they could actually go to medical school, right? right. They had to, like, start working right away to help their family eat. Yeah. And so, you know, that type of responsibility we have a responsibility to like do the best we can because yeah. we're given an opportunity that not everybody's given. Right. And we're, we're, we're learning things that are purview to only so few. Yeah. Like anytime I, the other day I realized this and I got a little teary because of it because I was reading an EKG off of a real patient. Yeah. This patient died. And like, that's how I learned what this arrhythmia was. Yep. And it kind of, I sat there thinking, wow, like this is, I'm learning off the dead. I'm right. learning off of somebody's or when we look at a aortic di- uh, dissection it's like those are high stakes like a acute aortic dissection those are really really high stakes and like i don't know the follow-up to it and can only imagine if it was acute like that from like a trauma or something like it probably outcome wasn't great yeah so yeah well so. thank you so much for your time today oh yeah it's so it's such a this is i don't know i had a great time did you have a good time hana Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It, well, I'll get a new mic. So we have three mics then it's again. Okay. I'm really loud anyway. I'll just yell. I can barely hear you in the in the mic. So, <laughs> Doctor Satan, thank you so much for your time yeah, today. Anytime. Please. Um, anytime you have free time, we we love to have you all back on. Thank you so much for educating us on IR. I'm uh, sorry. What did I say? DR. Oh, it's <laughs> all right. I can educate you on IR too. It's all nonsense. on roasting the residents. Oh my. Oh yeah, you guys no. should come see that. You guys can follow me after. I'll show you how to do it. Oh, I'm down. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. We will see you on the next one. Okay, sounds good. <laughs>